0: 3, 2, 9, 9, Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. the pass. Donovan Smith. Smith steps up in the pocket, unloads it, throws it all the way downfield into the end zone,
1: tipped, and it is caught! Caught Caught by the Cougars! Caught! Caught for a touchdown! Unbelievable! Caught by Stephon Johnson! The ball was
0: tipped up in the air, and the Cougars win the game on the final play!
1: Unreal! Unreal! The Cougars' first ever Big 12 Conference win. Congratulations, Houston. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Wow. You know, uh, West Virginia was dead to rights uh, as a three-point favorite, but somehow they went down the field and scored a touchdown. It just left a little bit too much time on the clock for that Hail Mary shot by Houston. How about that? Yeah, a roller coaster of emotion for old Dana Holgerson on the sideline, and Mister Thursday Night who uh, yeah. locked uh,
0: West Virginia minus three last night. I, mm-hmm. I flipped it over to the final. Why well, it was West Virginia's final drive because well the Braves couldn't really get a hit last night. So Mm -hmm. it was, well, I'm going to flip it over just real quick. Watch this final drive. West Virginia, like, that was a fourth down that West Virginia scores on. Um, And Dane is throwing his headset. He's mad. And then the Hail Mary, man. I don't know if anyone else felt like this. I hope not. But watching the Hail Mary live and then watching, what, eight to ten replays of it after the fact, it gave me this uncomfortable feeling that I didn't expect of, oh, my God, like, that could have been us five days ago in the Cotton yeah. Bowl. Not that that was necessarily close to being completed, but I don't know, this, like, weird, uncomfortable feeling came over me during those moments saying, oh, that would be an awful way to lose. Thank God they didn't lose like that. No, thank you.
1: Yeah, you just, you never know, like, what's going to happen in the middle of that scrum and that ball starts to bounce around. Um, just crazy. Twelve seconds, uh, I think is well. I think it was less than that actually. Um, by the time they they downed the ball and everything, I think they had seven seconds. Threw a little out route or something, got eight yards, and then heaved it to the end zone. It's, just amazing! It's just so uncomfortable, man.
0: Like <laughs> you can be up yeah. four, five points. Um, you're you, all you got to do is bat a ball down to the end zone. I I don't know what the percentage of those completed are. 2%, 1%, who knows? It's still the most uncomfortable play, even if you have a lead. And for West Virginia last night, that undoes uh, a lot of good that they have had up to that point. That's, That's tough, dude. And, you know, everyone's talking about the Hail Mary, rightfully so, but that's why when you score a big play like that, a huge difference can be an unsportsmanlike penalty after you score a huge yeah. difference and that's what happened last night.
1: Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. Just crazy. You never know what's going to happen. That's why you uh that's why you love this sport. Um that was just wild. Pretty pretty weird game the entire time. West Virginia would at times look like they're going to okay, this is about time they're going to get it together and start to to, you know, maybe get out in front and run away with this thing. And then they would just kind of stumble again. And it was a weird, weird football game, but uh, very entertaining. Good for Houston getting that first Big 12 dub back to 500 on the year, three and three. So, hey, right back in the Big 12 race, Tyler. Well, I mean, that's what I was, I was about to task <laughs> you today with a Big
0: 12 power pole, but I don't really care about four through 14 or However many yeah. teams are in the league now just a big big 12 power pole one one through three good luck good luck yeah one Oklahoma, and two easy.
1: Texas and then I don't know I don't think it's West Virginia Kansas
0: maybe I think the answer's got to be Kansas as of right now but I think we're going to be asking that question the entirety of this season. Who's the third yeah. best team in the conference? I, I feel like every week that's going to be a, a, a question that we or everyone brings up.
1: Can it be Iowa State? Is I it think it
0: absolutely can be Iowa State. And <laughs> honestly, man, if KU goes to Stillwater and loses, and Iowa State and Rocco Beck to go out to Cincinnati and win, that might be your answer come Monday. Maybe only for yeah. a week, but it might be your answer on Monday.
1: Now – I told you, I think Iowa State is going to go get that win. Um, you know, I, it's not that you feel over, overwhelmingly good about it. I just feel like first time seeing Iowa State for Cincinnati is just going to be really difficult on them. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh,
0: Jeff in OKC, he he knew his role today, and it just says, wait, but West Virginia really won the game, right? Essentially, they are the better team, so they that, that means they win, right? Yeah, that, yeah apparently well, that's how it works in this conference, Jeff. Not the final score, yeah. just who one fan base thinks is the better team.
1: Yeah, you, you just it's like a uh, it's like a performance, you know. And you got judges, you got the Russian judge that's going to throw a bad score out there, but yeah, you just you go out and you perform for four quarters and then you just let the fans decide who won the game. The the points don't matter. None of that matters. Please direct your attention
0: to the south end zone, where you can bet on the winner of this game. Vote on the winner. That's what we do Yeah, we'll
1: turn it into boxing,
0: right? It's like boxing. It's like American Idol. Yeah, everyone just votes with their phone. That's how we decide. (laughs) Texas would be undefeated. That's how Texas will win a national championship. If college football turns to American Idol, and they can all vote on their phones.
1: Gosh, no kidding! Wow. Well, yeah, we had all kinds of sports going on last night. Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs. That was an interesting one. Uh,
0: No, don't, don't. I know, just don't, just pass, move on. Something else.
1: You got to tell me something about this. Did you watch any of the NFL game?
0: I didn't watch it. Down at the NFL game, I had priorities last night of other sports watching. Here's what's funny.
1: And I wonder if this has happened in anyone else's household out there. I didn't watch but a couple of minutes of the NFL game. I was watching, I was flipping back and forth between baseball and college football. I walked back into the bedroom. My wife is watching the Chiefs game right, right whenever it starts. She watches the entire football game. Tyler? Well, does she, watch guess,
0: the, does she watch the football game, or does she just watch for Taylor Swift to be shown next to Brittany Mahomes dancing?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe a little bit of both. Um, maybe just to see what the drama's going to be with uh, Travis Kelsey and all of that stuff. But here's the thing. I walk in right before halftime, and uh, the Broncos have the ball trying to put a, a drive together. Russell Wilson takes a bad sack. and Shocker. I'm like, okay, they're going to let the cro- clock run out. It's going to be end of half. And she said, no, they called a timeout. I said, oh, the Chiefs called a timeout. They want to force him to punt, I guess. No, no. The Broncos called a timeout after taking a sack on third down. Then punted the ball to the Chiefs, and naturally the Chiefs, with some time on the clock, find a way uh, to kick a 60-some-yard field goal to get points. I got up and walked out of there. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. The guys doing the call didn't even mention it, didn't even mention the fact that there's a huge coaching blunder that just took place. Like, maybe there's a reason why they did it, and it But no one even mentioned it.
0: Sean Payton, who uh, a little over a month ago called another guy's coaching job the worst in NFL history. And, well, that's a pretty bad coaching decision right there. When he gave up a 70-burger earlier this year.
1: Have I gone crazy? What in the hell happened there? And maybe there's an easy explanation for it, why they had to call a timeout. I don't know. Dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. But there you go. Yeah. Not that it was going to be the difference in the game. I just was shocked by it.
0: Still more uh, enjoyable of a sports-watching night than, uh, than I had. Let's just make a goal not to mention that game tonight. Even though,
1: what are you talking even about, though, the Braves game? Even
0: though Doug Miles is already in about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just not mention it. Oh. Not mention yeah. it. Okay. How, how about we get to uh, happier things? Ooh. Which is, uh, do you know where the two semifinal sites are at this year? You know, just looking ahead. Why not, right?
1: Yes, I do. Yeah, which one it do you is, prefer? It's the Rose Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl.
0: Yeah, Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl this year.
1: Ro- it's the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. It's yeah. the Rose Bowl <laughs> and the Sugar Bowl.
0: Don't let us. I don't let us play in New Orleans this year. My favorite bowl city ever, ever
1: in a uh, college football playoff. Mm. So, oh
0: man, that'd be sweet.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, now, the last time we played in the Rose Bowl uh, against Georgia, that game was fantastic. But uh, there's a good chance that California is going to be under COVID restrictions by the time that oh, you, you call the so game. Give with, me the sugar bowl. Actually,
0: you calling a game with a mask on, like all of your in booth celebrations from last week, but with the mask on, I am now rooting for the Rose Bowl, actually. Now, now, now that we talk about that, please let that happen.
1: Well, you can root for the Rose Bowl, uh. <laughs> but I can tell you with 100% certainty, I going? will not call a football game with a mask on. Teddy is okay? uh,
0: remote for today's broadcast
1: for the Rose Bowl.
0: Let's uh, yeah, punch him 15
1: in. seconds late watching the delayed <laughs> broadcast feed where I don't have any view of anything. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. So, We've uh, already went through that.
0: I found something else. Uh, Interesting. I, I guess it's not surprising since we're having more um, playoff games next year. But the national championship game this year is in Houston on January 8th. And that's been a pretty standard date for title games um, here recently. I remember one was on January 11th a couple of years ago. Anyway, 2025, when we expand the playoff, that title game's in Atlanta. But they're Ooh. not going to play the championship game until January, of, January 20th. January 20th, what? yes, is the national title game in 2025. Like, two weeks out from where we uh, normally have it. That's insane. That's ridiculous. I, 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 I looked at it and said, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because we're playing more games, but January 20th does seem a bit a bit ridiculous. I, I do agree with that.
1: January 20th? That's crazy, man. Like... Think about it. If you are a, you're a college kid. Um, like class selection, orientation, like the other, and I know we saw we've seen this already, but your early arrivals are going to be with the team already. Yep, that's ridiculous.
0: January twentieth. <laughs> that's like that's that's like AFC NFC Championship weekend, right now, around hang that on. time. Uh, okay.
1: So are you saying, like, the 24 season, it will be played January 20th at 25? Or are you saying the 25 season?
0: I'm saying the first year with the 12-team playoff, which is yeah, next yeah, yeah. season, okay. is January yeah. 20th. And I think the next year uh, was, like, January 21st, something like that. So that's going to be, I guess, the norm date here moving forward, unless they seriously alter things.
1: Interesting. Uh, you know what else is that day?
0: Uh, a a tool concert in Toledo, Ohio, that I'm sure you're going to. I, I have no idea.
1: No, uh, it is inauguration day for whoever has been elected. Oh, well, president of the United that States. That game's that
0: game's not happening. Then go ahead and cross that one out. We will not be playing the national championship game in two years' time. Forget about you don't it. Think so? Cancel it. No, no, no. This, this country will be done. No chance.
1: <laughs> oh, man, you got to love it. Amazing. Yeah, there is an odd feeling of like, uh, I mean, there's no way we, uh, no one even suggests that there's a way that uh, humanity makes it to that. This
0: is OU's last chance. Period. This is OU's yeah. last chance to win a national championship is this year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, of course. Uh, no one's yeah, winning it in 2025. No, it's not even going to happen. That's fine. But it would be awesome if uh get to play that thing in Houston. I don't love the city of Houston, nor do you, but at least it's uh, somewhat regional of a site for the first time.
1: Yeah. Uh, January 20th. I can't get over that. That's so funny to me that they're just going to keep moving everything back. But whatever. And they'll blame it on the playoff, like, like, you don't have an entire month off after you play your championship games, right?
0: Yeah, you're going to have like two weeks off in between games or something like that. hmm Well. It's wild. Uh, it's uh, <sighs> a lot longer of a football season, which, hey, if you're in the championship game, it's not all that bad. But college football season is going to seem like a lot longer here moving forward.
1: Blue's are, are we going to start to have like a, a horrible all-star game in between like the Pro Bowl does? Oh,
0: I think that's the next step, yes. Hopefully.
1: Blue <laughs> says
0: K-Ref's pregame festivities will be awesome at the sports bar in New Orleans if OU goes to the playoff game at the Superdome. Yeah. Drank way too much fireball at that place pregame for the OU Auburn Sugar Bowl. Yeah. So that's, that's my band, Blue. All right, thinking like me. Gosh, that, May not that make game feels game.
1: like it was 10 years ago. That was Coach Stoops' last official game as head coach, right, before the Oregon yeah, thing?
0: Yeah, Samaj A.P. Ryan broke the uh, rushing
1: record, career rushing record that, right. that night. That's right. Good stuff. Wow. Well, a lot to look forward to, I guess, between uh, between now and then. There, All right.
0: There literally is no off season from
1: here on outs. There is none. No. Starting next year. Nope, None. Well, I guess, you know, that's what it's been trending towards for a long time. Uh, It feels like the the trend has accelerated massively over the last, I don't know, three or four years. But we've got NFL light, I guess, with college football now. All right, quick timeout, opening timeout here from Riverwind Casino. They've got a bunch of great stuff coming up. Ron White's going to be here. In December, Midland, Scotty McCreary, all kinds of great acts coming through. They've got the October promotions going on as well. Friday Night Frights, Riverwind cardholders earn entries now through October 27th. Hit us on the text line, 651-3439, Knippelmeyer. Text line, we'll be back. Football,
0: you love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it? We got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Wagner's Heating and Air Conditioning, expert technicians, plus industry-leading Linux equipment. They're perfect together. Learn more about special savings on Linux products by calling Wagner's Heating and Air, 405-329-20...
1: Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions.
0: Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know
1: that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: They called me last night. He told me do whatever it takes. So you know what I'm saying, huh? I- I'm all about OU football. I love this place. This is what college football is all about. Let's go. Dylan Gabriel, last Saturday, last Saturday at around, what, 2.45 Central Standard Time, shortly after he throws a touchdown pass to Nick Anderson inside the Cotton Bowl. Pretty cool moment. I guess we got to get back serious next week, though, for OU and UCF, right? we got to put that game behind us and uh, forget about it. Okay. I'll, yes, get back. We do. I'll get back into game mode next week. I am uh, curious what the spread is going to be when it's released on Saturday. OU is a 19-point favorite at home against Iowa State a couple of weeks ago. How about 22.5-point favorite against UCF when it opens Woo. on Sunday? Too aggressive?
1: <sighs> yeah, I think it is. That's a lot of points, man. You think it's going to be that well, high? I'm it, not saying you're wrong.
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, if the Iowa State spread was that high two weeks ago, OU continues to cover every spread. Well, like, I I don't know if there's well, an over – What was Iowa great. State? was like 19, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I just said that. Yeah, it was a 19-point yeah. spread. Now, Iowa State mm. was not thought of at that time. Maybe what they're thought of now. Not that they're thought of as some great team, but, you know, a lot better. The amount of points that UCF gives up, how bad they are defensively, um, yeah. I, I think it could be a 22, 22-and-a-half point spread when it opens. Hmm. It's going to be a big spread. It's, it's it, I think it'll be yeah. north of 19.
1: You may be right. You may be right. I would think – I think it needs to be – Maybe more around the sixteen.
0: Well, if it's sixteen, then I'm jumping on that one. Sixteen to eighteen number. Well, that's that's lock of the week potential right there. That's the number. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll lo- I'm gonna lock them. Uh, anyways, no matter what it is, you can't it's, you
0: can't get up. You're on a heater with them. Don't get up from the table.
1: Yeah, I've I've got to keep rolling with it. So, yeah, but. You're probably right. I it's they're gonna to start to grow exponentially. Uh the lines will this from what, honestly from where man, been.
0: this has a chance to be you may be a bigger favorite in this game than you are any other game here throughout the rest of the season. You think? Yeah. I know. Yeah.
1: Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, that's that's probably right. I I guess you know, things could change perhaps whenever we – as we keep moving on if injuries occur somewhere else. But as you look at it right now, I think you may be right.
0: Yeah, I, think, I think it's – I think it's going to be. Well,
1: and it's going to – it would be a home game, so it would either be UCF, West Virginia, or um, – TCU. Late TCU, year. but I wouldn't imagine it's going to be TCU. Now, if West Virginia – Falls apart after losing to Houston. Like, maybe what they've been doing has been a little false reality here. Right, perhaps perhaps that West Virginia game. But you may be
0: right. I think I am right. I think it's 22-and-a-half is what it opens at. And maybe it's even bet up to, like, 23 or 24 next week. It, it, it'll be a it'll be a big number, though. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, I know. I know. Midpoint grades for each team in the Big 12. We did this for OU earlier in the week, and we took some uh, text submissions. We could do that again, 405-651-3439. CBS Sports, through six games, is giving OU an A. Not an A+, plus, not an A-, minus, a solid A. It says, after stumbling to a 6-7 and seven finish in Brent Venable's debut season last year, OU has flipped the script in year two. The Sooners comfortably boast the Big 12 top-scoring uh, top offense and defensive turnaround It is especially, uh, especially praiseworthy. And then they just go on to list some numbers there, you know, just kind of the normal stuff. But yeah. give them an A through six games, and it's, it's hard to disagree with. Not everything's perfect, but that, that win last week was so big, I'm, I'm fine with an A.
1: Well, it's kind of hard uh, depending on what, what's the criteria. I, if if we're grading them compared to what they did a year ago well yeah it's an a but if we're taking a, a an honest look at everything that they've done I an a an a plus would be you've done everything you can there's no weaknesses um, I mean I I think you have would to be factor in. B
0: plus. I think you have to factor in as well, or at least this is probably what they're doing. Everyone's expectations um, were kind of across the board. Like a lot of expectations were different. I think they're factoring in their expectations compared to where they are now into that A two. Yeah. But well, but I mean I yes there are issues and I know that that's where you're going and that's that's fine we have to acknowledge that but. I wrote down all of the impressive stats for this team so far through six games and where it ranks in the Big 12. Dude, it's a long list. Like, most total touchdowns, seven more than the next team, uh, most points per game, only allowed eight touchdowns, fewest in the Big 12. Danny Stutzman leads the Big 12. and ta- like There are so many impressive stats up to this point. That's why I wouldn't have an issue of saying A-minus or A, even with the special teams yeah. issues that are there, because there's just so so many other areas that have been really good up to this point.
1: Yeah, okay. I'll reluctantly give an A, but it's like the – it's kind of the cheesiest A ever given. Um, <laughs> the
0: I, cheesiest A ever given.
1: Well, you can't – An an A is supposed to be like as good as it gets. Well, you really can't do much better. A
0: plus, as good as it gets. A plus.
1: How can we be an uh, an A football team when we've got a group of five quarterbacks? Don't
0: bring Trey out of it. Why? (laughs) Come on, trying to have a nice OEC football Friday here.
1: Come on, man. Let's stir the pot a little
0: bit. (laughs) I, he he does that single-handedly every day hey okay, if you want to go b+ plus, just go b+ plus then i'm i'll i'll stick it in i'll go to an a- minus. if you want to go to a B plus, then have well, at it
1: i'll tell you reasons why you could give them less than an a um right now we don't have a what i would consider to be a difference maker at running back or tight end. Okay. Um. I would say that special teams has, you know, there's been some flashes of some good stuff. Uh, a couple of big plays. What we have scored two touchdowns,
0: punt return, on. and a uh, you had a block. Putt. Well, no, a, a a safety and a, a touchdown.
1: Well, did we, did we not score a touchdown on Peyton Bowen's first punt?
0: No, you scored a touchdown right after it, though, to Andrew Lanthony okay. against SMU.
1: All right, yeah. Well, you've created some big plays on special teams, but you've also had some, some really bad plays. So you can't give an A on special teams, and you can go to some individual spots there if you'd like. Um, defensively, Right. We've still given up some big plays. We gave up a couple of give me touchdowns to Tulsa. We got we had a run by a fly by on a pop pass to Texas. We got split a couple of times uh, in the run game by Texas. You know, I we're we're right there in the area. It doesn't take much improvement to be a a really high. A to A+. Plus. And we we haven't, I guess, like, that's, to me, is um, a good thing that we haven't played to the best of our capabilities yet.
0: Yeah, um, after averaging 29, so they allowed 29.6 points per game last year. OU's cut that to 14 so far, the lowest in the nice. conference. Nice. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Really good. That's excellent.
0: It's excellent. It, it, it is excellent, correct.
1: But. What do I give a rip about uh, last year? We were horrendous last year. Mm-hmm. Six and seven. Losing season. First losing season since, I don't know, 90-something. How
0: does that not burn into your brain that it was 1998 after all offseason?
1: Well, I assumed it was. I just I couldn't remember for sure.
0: By the way, Texas gets an A- for their grade uh, so far up to this point. Texas was one minute 17 seconds uh. away from sitting 6-0 and with an inside track to both the Big 12 championship game and the college football playoffs, says CBS, along with some other, uh, some other stuff.
1: Yep, yeah. uh, and it's, that means because they were close, it's an A. Never mind the fact that they turned the ball over three times, got stuffed on the goal line four straight snaps, and um, and had a disastrous goal line package built in there. I mean, we would go on and on, and uh, uh, if you want to call that a football, then you and I, whoever this is, are on different wavelengths.
0: Boy, the uh, the other grades in the conference look like our first semester in college. Yeah, uh, a UC- couple of
1: incompletes.
0: <laughs> uh, well, those would be improvements from what I'm about to read off to you. UCF has a D, Tech has a C minus, TCU has a D plus. OSU has a C minus, K State C minus, Iowa State C, Houston C minus, Cincinnati C, BYU B plus. There you go, nice job hey. guys. Uh, Baylor gets an F.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounded familiar, oh my didn't it? Gosh, man, I I guess like you can't argue much with any of those those grades. I mean, Oklahoma State is climbing the ranks there, and they got beat by South Alabama. Well, so. they're, they're
0: a C minus today. If they lose that game to Kansas State, or even if they lose the game oh, to yeah. Kansas, that one gets in D territory uh, rather quickly.
1: D, they would probably be an F. Right? Oh, it's an
0: F. Yeah, we failed. Well, well you know.
1: Yeah, I. I <laughs> yeah, those those grades are not shocking considering kind of how it, how it has looked outside of uh, your top couple of teams.
0: Sooner Dog huh. says, how could OSU have a C- minus with the worst loss in the conference?
1: Well, hey, Gundy
0: said South Alabama was a really good team.
1: Yeah. I guess it kind of cancels out whenever you beat Kansas State, even though Kansas State got beat by Missouri. What a weird football team, man. Isn't Kansas State usually the weirdest football team every year? I you never know when they're going to be good, and then finally, got a quarterback coming back that was nails last year. They got all their offensive line coming back, and it's it's ho hum. So in not uh, very good,
0: two of the three conference championships they've won uh, last year, they lost to Tulane at home, and then yeah. in 2003, they lost to Marshall at home. And no, Randy Moss and Byron Leftwich were not playing for that Marshall team. <laughs> So this has been going on for a while. Though I I will not fight you that Kansas State's the worst team in the conference. All I'll ask is, okay, outside OU and Texas, who in the conference this year isn't weird? Because I kind of feel like they all are.
1: Yeah. Iowa State is not really weird. It's exactly what you would imagine. I don't
0: know. Their coach trying to fight fans after games is a little, little weird.
1: Yeah, but we've seen that, haven't we?
0: (laughs) Well, normally it was just referees, but this time it it could be fans after after a 10-7 loss to Ohio. And now all of a sudden they can throw the ball around a little bit. They may not be a bad offense.
1: Yeah. All right, let's hit a break. And can we hit the text line next? Let's see what's happening out there. All right, quick break here from Riverwind Casino text line 651 3439 9 Knippelmeyer text. I will hit some of that next. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey
0: Sooner basketball fans it's time for one last go round in the Big 12 at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your men's basketball season tickets are on sale now and start at just... If you are a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide dial 988 then press 1 to reach the veterans crisis line. You know, we see football Friday on The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. If you're looking for some high school football this Friday night, we got you covered right here on The Ref. krefsports.tv. Edmund Santa Fe at Norman High at 7 p.m. Moore at Jinks at 7 p.m. Lawton at Deer Creek, 7 p.m. And UConn at Owasso, 7 p.m. You can catch all the action. krefsports.tv. All right, let's go to the text line, 405 651, 34, 39. Marshall, how about this? This is a very nice pool. Happy anniversary to all Oklahoma State football fans. On this day, seven years ago, OSU claimed the 1945 national championship.
1: Wow. How about that?
0: Oh, I do remember man. you taking a photo in, uh, in front of that. Was that the 2017 <laughs> Bedlam game? Yeah, yeah. That's when that was. Yeah. Pre game.
1: How um, about that? Yeah. I'm shocked, frankly, that someone would uh, have remembered that date. And yeah, I'm impressed. Very nice. Yeah, that's impressive. That's a good job.
0: Five eight zero. I give us a B, solid grade, but much room for improvement. When we earn an A, we will be scary. Yeah, you guys are. That's right. You guys I are judging uh, very critically so
1: far. Well, that's what we're supposed to do. Come on, man. Golly. Okay,
0: I, fine. You guys can have your Bs and B plus. I will go with my uh, A minus here.
1: You're just handing out As left and right. Talk about mailing it in to buy week. Right? Yeah, it's you're a the teacher week. that's like, I mean, it's spring semester. You're about to retire. Everyone gets an A. We're watching movies. Well, there's every a, day. there's a
0: couple of teachers here locally that have showed up to, to Class Hammer, so maybe that's what I'm doing more than anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. What else we got? They stole that from a service
0: institution, says a texture in the 719. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. That's right. Drew from Flower Mountain says, was at a bar last night, and I guess I was the only one paying attention to the Houston-West Virginia game. And when the Houston player caught it, I was banging on the table, and everyone looked at me like, damn, what's he on? As if I didn't <laughs> just see a Hail Mary.
1: Oh, it man, took me that's a funny. second
0: to process what had happened. Um, like they did the tip drill, essentially. That one guy down there tipped it to his uh, his own player, but it, like it, it caught almost, his like, own tip exactly. But it almost took everyone a second to register. Oh my gosh, he really did
1: catch that touchdown! Well, Whoa! It didn't take me a second to register, Tyler. You know, whenever log. you pick a game. You know the outcome. I knew the outcome before they even ran the play all right I knew what was about to happen okay that's just that's how it goes whenever you make a pick and you came back from the dead you have a chance to cover and hit the pick no 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 I was no. so Not mad whenever you make a huge mistake give them good field position where they can heave it downfield for I was uh,
0: so Mad when West Virginia scored on that fourth and ten, <laughs> and I immediately thought of you uh, since you put, uh, placed that as your lock. And I, I thought for a second, am I going to text him? I was like, no, I won't. As soon as I said no, there's you. Lol, just a text.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yep. I, I was really glad that that happened. Uh, a couple of oh, plays I know later, it. I Jared. Know it. Jared from Kiefer says, "Can we shower some love on Ethan Downs and the way he played at Red River? Not only the way he rushed the quarterback." But his part on the goal line stand was amazing. He threw Texas blockers like ragdolls. Can we get a hashtag Ethan the Barbarian? Before you give him praise, I will definitely give Ethan a happy birthday because it is his birthday today.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw that uh, the University of Oklahoma football Twitter account uh, sent out a happy birthday for the kid. Uh, Awesome kid, so happy birthday
0: to him. But – he was awesome, awesome last week. Good for him.
1: He was great. Um, he he was he was the best I've seen him since he's been at Oklahoma. Like he's had a couple of wild plays since he's been here, and the effort plays and stuff like that. But he was a machine, start to finish. You know, he was he was throwing guys around. He was ragdolling that big tackle down there on the goal line. Couple of sacks, couple of big sacks. He was he was spectacular.
0: Yeah. And um at a position that a lot of people thought that Texas had a pretty big mismatch. Yeah. Uh yeah. Four- 40 uh didn't see it that way. They're uh coming yeah. off the edge. He he didn't see it that way at all.
1: Yeah, that I don't know. Maybe he had a bad game. I guess everyone can have bad games, but I he didn't look all that good to me. The big tackle, the first rounder. I mean, he he's he has some moments for sure, but I mean, consistency, being able to get movement down on the goal line. I mean, you tell me, what's a bigger indictment on someone than They had four snaps on the goal line, all right? They had, um, what's his name, Banks, and their extra tackle they bring in that wears the 80 jersey like he's a tight end, they were on the left side. They never ran it over there. They ran it to the other tackle and the legit tight end that's given up about 60 pounds As to what the offensive lineman that they got playing tight end on the left side is. You tell me what's an indictment on the kid. Mm. I'd say that is.
0: Yeah, for not one down to run it that way, yes. Yeah. And it's amazing that Texas fans fail to realize that, I mean, it'd be different. I mean, it it would be different. If they had it first and goal at the six, and they have a two-yard run and a three-yard run, and then on third and fourth down you stop them. Dude. Dude. They had the ball inside the one yard line four consecutive times and they didn't get in. So for the mm. Texas fans still saying we were the better team, how in the hell do you look at that? We, you got stuffed four times inside the one yard line and you think you were the better team? That's the. That, I mean, that's just that's such a big moment right there. Yeah. That, that that to me said a lot about both programs. Who was the more physical team? Can't look at that and say. The team that didn't score on four consecutive plays is the better team. That's why it's a stupid, right. that's why it's a stupid take by them.
1: Dump take. dump take for sure. Sam, All right. Well so, they, now, let's take oh, a couple. Go ahead.
0: Sam in Tulsa says, so much room to improve. I'll start with the play calling on offense. Huge lulls in second and third quarters of the Cotton Bowl. Last four and first four were great, though. Sam in Tulsa wants Jeff Levy to hear about that.
1: Uh, I wouldn't go – I,
0: I thought the play calling was fine
1: last week. Yeah, disagreement on the play calling. Now, did the offense stall out? Well, yeah. You're not going to score on every single drive when you're playing against other high quality football teams. It's just not what's going to happen. So, now you can have high expectations, and I think we all do. But I don't know execution. Perhaps is a. Uh, was a problem there for a span, but i i didn't see anything where i didn't like the play calling at least that I can remember maybe i'll 'll go back and scan through some of the stuff and
0: I thought that they would take more uh, shots down the field and the one time they did they hit on it but that's true i that's i mean if I were to complain about anything and i 'm not even necessarily complaining about that that would be that'd be it
1: yeah all right quick timeout more from the rush coming up hanging out river wind casino today stay tuned This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Attention basketball fans,
0: get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on... ...and the four tops. Same night, same stage. October 24th, Apache Casino Hotel, Lawton, Oklahoma. The Temptations and the Four Tops together live. Reserve seats on sale now at Casino Cage or online at ApacheCasinoHotel.com. The Temptations and the Four Tops. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of the rush on a football Friday. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavens Group, 405-573-3048, 405-573-3048, or CavensGroup.com. Got one game to add onto our krefsports.tv schedule tonight. We'll also have Bixby at Broken Arrow. So, Bixby at Broken Arrow. UConn at Owasso, nice. Lawton at Deer Creek, Moore at Jinx, Edmund Santa Fe at Norman High. So, pretty solid lineup there for you on a Friday night. SEC Snob says, do you guys think that the personality and the newfound fame of Stutz is going to boost defensive recruiting?
1: Um, I don't, you think it, it might boost defensive recruiting a little bit? Um... I don't know that it, like, that that will have like a a huge difference. I think defensive recruiting
0: I, was already headed in the right direction. Yeah, um, this this will help. I I don't think it's going to be the difference in getting a high four star backer or, or not next year. But it's um, to have a recognizable player on the defensive side of the ball that most people are really starting to know, like a household name defensively in this sport. If he's not there, he's getting close. I think it matters. I just I think defensive recruiting was heading in the right direction already.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which what what is the uh, what's the latest on recruiting? Anything else happening? I know we had the big commitment from the uh, the international offensive lineman.
0: Six days you're going to get Michael Boganowski, the number one player in Kansas.
1: You think he's coming to the University of Oklahoma?
0: Me and a lot of other people do. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: You were now, t- you were talking th- about him a month ago. I guess you. I don't know if you heard from someone on the staff, but they really like
1: him. I, kn- I know they really really like him. Um, I think he is super super high level. Um, now I saw some other stuff out there that kind of made me think that there's some silent commitments, and maybe that's who they're you talking saw, about. Well,
0: you saw that from Okoye. Eh? like yeah, it was. I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. Something like you wouldn't believe who else is silently committed. And it had two emojis with it. I would guess that the two emojis is two silent commits. And I would guess Michael Boganowski is one. And I would guess the four-star offensive lineman, Eddie Pierre-Louis, out of Florida is the other. That's what I would
1: guess. What's the connection with Okoye that he would know that?
0: Um... Well, I mean, I, I think that those guys talk and they know what's going yeah. on. You, you know, like uh, Okoye knew about Daniel Locke and Kumi. They committed at the same time. So, I yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know how close he and Boganowski and, and uh, Pierre-Louis are, but I'm, I'm sure he knows what's going on. I'm sure he's right. into that.
1: Okay. Uh, what, do you, what do you think we're going to end up as a class? Number five. five. Number five, yes. Nice. All right, quick timeout. Hour number two The Rush coming up next here from Riverwind Casino
0: the mind we hear the You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The REF Sports Radio Network. Nate Barganzi.